Always get you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Here we go. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in on this. What is it? <laughs> Thursday, welcome in to the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance all across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. What up? How are y'all on this Thursday? I hope you're doing well. There's lots of ways for you to be a part of the show, and we do have quite a bit to get into. And there's, like I say, lots of ways. If you're on the live stream, hey to you over there in, in YouTube land and on the book of face, better known as Facebook, out there on X. Used to be Twitter. Now it's just X. Right? Know what it is? Y'all can all comment. Type in a comment, a question, opinion, otherwise. Hit comment. Pops up right there on the Murray West live thread. Can bring it on in here and be a part of the show that way. You can text me, you can call me. Those numbers are on the screen if you're watching. And if you're listening, I will give you the numbers in just a moment. First, I got to take a sip of hot coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany. There you go. And so I think we're, as far as I'm concerned, I'm greased up and ready to go. All right, those numbers. Text me on the country, please, and text line 885-3776. I will repeat it later. Or call me on the Divinity phone, the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison, and in Jackson. You are Kubota dealer. The number to call, 897-1059. Again, I'll repeat those if you missed them. But before I go any further, I need to make an introduction to you for you today. Say hello to the Bank of England Mortgage Company and the mortgage man, Went McGee, new supporter of the Matt Wyatt Show, a new part of the show. He's going to be a part of the show going forward. Even gave me a brand spanking new hat. Check it out. That's right, BOE Bank of England. Look at my shiny new hat, my favorite color green. Kind of a hunter green with a leather patch on the front. See that? Look at that. Look at that hat right there. Look at that. That is a good looking hat right there. The Bank of England. And, and so just to make an introduction, they're going to be a part of the show every day as we do headlines at the top of the first and second hour of the show. Just kind of running down the headlines of the day. And we're going to do that right now. Your headlines for today on February the 1st, which happens to not only be the first day of a new month, it's the month of baseball. Take a bow. Take a bow, baseball. It's the month of baseball. Well, college baseball anyway, and I don't know, like, Major League pitchers, catchers, when they report. I don't know if it's February, March, whatever. But uh, you got college baseball coming up later this month, so we're inside of baseball month. So headlines every day are going to be brought to you, just like today, from uh, Bank of England Mortgage and Went McGee, the mortgage man. And some of y'all know him a lot longer than I've known him. I, I'm fortunate enough to get to know him. <laughs> some of y'all are fortunate enough to have known Went for a long, long time, right? And you've heard about him. Over at uh, MortgageManMS.com, you've known that Bank of England and Whit McGee, they've had an office in Ridgeland for a while, and they now have locations in Starkville, Oxford, and in Tupelo. And here's what I want to tell you. If you are in the market as a first-time home buyer, 
or if you know one, or let's say you have one, if you're a mom and dad, you have uh, in your family a first-time homebuyer. Bank of England has been allocated up to $1.55 million for a special grant for first-time home buyers. Each borrower gets as little as $8,500 all the way up to $20,000 towards the purchase of a home, and the program is over when the funds run out. They've got the money now. You need to take advantage of it now. And here's the thing. If you take advantage of that towards your first home, there's absolutely no repayment of that necessary. As long as you stay in the home and don't sell within five years. They also offer FHA program, an FHA program that you can pay, uh, that will help you pay that 3.5% down payment. Uh, lots more. Bank of England, your one-stop shop for very competitive rates. Check them out, mortgagemanms.com. Go over there and tell Went I said hello. All right, headlines for today. Now, y'all pick. We can go any kind of direction you want to go as far as I'm concerned, but pick because there's a lot here. First... A man has pled guilty to charges in the Alabama baseball betting scandal. And on top of that, we have a ruling from the NCAA about former Alabama baseball coach Brad Bohannon. Now, that's legal stuff. (laughs) So let's stay in the legal world just for a minute. Uh, Another headline here today, a judge has dropped an Ole Miss player's lawsuit against Lane Kiffin. Remember the whole deal with DeSanto Rollins and they had recorded his conversation with Lane Kiffin and it was about mental health and needing a break and you had the deal, you know, the recording and it sounded like Lane Kiffin was being mean, but everybody that had ever played football was like, well, that's just kind of the way it is. Well, a judge has dropped that lawsuit. It's out. Gone. See ya. Uh, Also, okay, today headline in the NFL. The commanders have hired Dan Quinn. So, you know, formerly the Redskins, Washington. The commanders have hired away the Cowboys defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn. That, according to reports, he's going to be the head coach. You have a story here of a college sitting head coach, was anyway, uh, Jeff Halfley. He was the uh, head football coach at Boston College, and he is leaving Boston College. He's going to be a defensive coordinator in the NFL. All right, so he's leaving B.C., to go be a DC. <laughs> so those are your headlines for today. We can go any uh, number of directions you want to go, and uh, we're off and running. And re- you're right. You're right. We're only a couple of days getting closer into this weekend. We'll have some more basketball, and State's got a big one. State's got another road game coming up on Saturday night. Got to go to Tuscaloosa. And, uh, you know, at some point, it's just not going to be good enough to be close. <laughs> and, and State's really, really – you know, done well for itself in winning those home games against those top 10 teams, Tennessee and Auburn. But uh, at some point, you're going to have to win one on the road. And it's going to be a tough task because Alabama's getting hot. They got them ranked. They're on a little bit of a win streak right now. Alabama had a huge, really like against all odds, sort of comeback last night in Athens, Georgia. I think Georgia was up, what was it, 41 to 27 at halftime? So they were up 14 at halftime, 41-27. And in the second half, Bama came back and won that basketball game. So Alabama's playing good basketball, and so State's going to have its hands full. So that's kind of what we're looking at. And I think, really think, too, maybe the biggest story of all is welcome to February. Welcome to Bank of England Mortgage and the mortgage man, Went McGee, being a part of the show going forward, bringing us our headlines at the top of each hour. 
and welcome to the month of baseball. And oh, by the way, welcome Beaver. How you doing, Beaver? Good. Hot at your boy. All right. Uh, repeat of the numbers. I'm going to come to your comments right now on the live thread. But I want to read you some of the details of this story about the betting scandal at Alabama. And, man, listen, Brad Bohannon, the former coach, got popped. Y'all can text the show in the country-pleasing text line, the number 885-3776. Another way to say it, 885-ESPN. Just text that number to get on in here. And you can call me, the number to call, 897-1059-601. Number 897-1059. First up, hey, Sven. Dropping me a comment on the Murray West live thread. Go to murraywest.com, contract embroidery company right here in Mississippi. Sven says, Hail State, everyone. He says, to start, here's a tribute question. Who is State's all-time leader in receiving yards? No Google allowed. Okay, so wouldn't that be... So to my career yards, Sven, if I'm not looking it up, wouldn't it be Fred Ross? It's going to be what? Either Marty McDowell or Fred Fred Ross, wouldn't it? One of those two? Wouldn't it be Fred Ross? I think Fred Ross, if we're talking about career yards. Yeah, Kobe commented on uh, YouTube on the Murray West live thread. He said, almost baseball season. You bet it is. <laughs> you bet it is. We do need to warm up. Hey, Danny. Danny got on in here and said, Hail State, Matt, from Ringgold, Georgia. Uh, yeah, Sven, I know you get um, – I know you get – you know, opening day of baseball, Major League Baseball, on April the 1st. I was just talking about when the the pet, uh, pitchers and catchers report, which is sometime here, you know. Well, I guess it's I guess it's end of February. I'd have to look it up, though. I don't know the dates exactly. All right, I got it right. <laughs> Sven said I scored a touchdown there. I got it 100%. So Fred Ross is number one. And then second in the books, uh, career receiving yards would be Chad Bumpus. And I guess you're talking about two guys for state that – you know, the benefit of playing for four years, right? Um, both guys played as freshmen. I mean, Chad started the first game he ever suited up for uh, at Mississippi State. And I think he had a touchdown catch in his first game. And that was Dan Mullen's first game as head coach. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, here you go. Uh, details on this. This is, um, since we kind of got baseball on the brain a little bit today. An Indiana businessman. And he's a youth baseball coach also. How about that? Has pled guilty to federal charges related to an investigation into a betting scheme on college baseball. That was last spring when it happened, right? When they found out they fired the the Alabama coach and all this. So documents got filed yesterday in U.S. District Court, the Northern District of Alabama. The guy's name is Bert Eugene Neff of Marion County, Indiana was charged with obstructing a federal investigation. So that's one of the charges. Uh, Including including destroying evidence, tampering with witnesses, and providing false statements to the FBI. (laughs) Dadgummit. Once they got you, man, like, just tell the truth. Uh, He faces a maximum sentence of not more than 10 years and a fine of up to $250,000. So this is coming all, 
out of that Alabama and LSU game, baseball game from last year. I don't know if you remember that or not. It was back in April of last year, so not quite a year ago. It was in Baton Rouge, you remember? Alabama was playing down there. The thing that happened where, like, there was a scratch from one of your starting pitchers for Alabama, and they found out that the head coach, Brad Bohannon, was on the phone with this guy who was actually talking with him while he was in a casino placing bets or something like that. It was crazy. So it led to the firing of Brad Bohannon. Now, this here's the story. Multiple sources familiar with what transpired told ESPN that Neff attempted to bet on LSU to win the game after communicating with Bohannon, the coach. So it's almost like as clear as day, right? Anyway, so you remember the incident. So this guy's pled guilty to all that. And with all those charges, federal authorities say that he shared messages from an associate identified in the documents as Individual 1 regarding an injury to a pitcher that resulted in the lineup change, like moments before the game started. Alabama scratched its starting pitcher before the game, and LSU won it 8-6. to six. Maybe the most amazing thing about the whole deal was that that LSU team only managed to beat that Alabama team in that game 8-6. to six. Uh, in spite of Alabama having to scratch its starting pitcher, everybody betting on LSU. Yeah, and the result of this too. For I saw this today too. I'm going to try to. I was going to try to scroll over here and see if I could find it for you. Uh, but there was uh, some results on this thing for him as well for um, Brad Bohannon, the former Alabama coach. Let's see. Here it is. Listen to this, y'all. So this is what the NCAA handed down for Brad Bohannon. They released the penalties. You know what? And I bet you, don't you think that, like, they probably already knew and all this was already done, but they released to the public what the penalties are for the baseball coach once this thing on the federal side got handled, which was the guy pleading guilty yesterday. The NCAA has given Brad Bohannon a 15-year show cause. And he will be suspended for five baseball seasons if he's employed during the show cause. See, I, I I don't understand that. But it's basically a penalty that says, because of this, you ain't working in baseball anymore. It's it. You will not know you are completely and you know utterly unemployable. According to this, now there's more on this. Okay, so people have gotten a hold of some of these do- documents. According to those who have looked through it, on the day that this happened, now and I'm just seeing this. Okay, so y'all hang with me, and then I'm coming to your text. But now that all this has become public, the NCAA stuff is out. Neff, the guy who was placing the bets in some casino, getting a call from a baseball coach, he's pled guilty. And now these documents come out. But they're saying that that Brad Bohannon, the coach of Alabama, he's in the dugout, he's had to scratch his starting pitcher, that he texted the guy who's doing the betting these words, quote, HAMMER, in all caps, dot, 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 
is out for sure. And then said, let me know when I can tell LSU, hurry. Right? In other words, go hurry up and place the bet, and then you let me know now I'm clear to tell LSU that he's out. In this negotiation resolution, some of this stuff is popping up here. And here's what it says. These are official court documents. On April 28, 2023, prior to Alabama's baseball game against LSU, Brad Bohan and the coach sent several electronic messages via the Signal encrypted messaging application to a better that Bohannon knew was involved in sports wagering activities. The electronic messages indicated that Alabama baseball student-athlete won, which that's the pitcher, the scheduled starting pitcher for that evening's contest against LSU, would not start the contest due to an injury. Bohannon provided this information to the better before reporting the starting lineup with student-athlete one replaced as a starting pitcher to the LSU coaching staff, which he's got to report that to the LSU coaching staff at some point. Specifically, Bohannon texted the better these words, hammer, all caps, dot, 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 is out for sure. Okay, now look, hammer's not a nickname. He's telling him what to do. Hammer, as in, isn't that a betting term? Like, hammer it? So he says, hammer. And then, redacted, the pitcher's name is out for sure, let me know when I can tell LSU, hurry. I mean, good night, Brad. Shortly after receiving the electronic message from Bohannon, the better attempted to place a $100,000 wager on the LSU baseball team at the Bet MGM Sportsbook at the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. But the sportsbook staff limited the better to a $15,000 wager. The better then attempted to place additional wagers involving the April 28th Alabama versus LSU baseball game, but the sportsbook staff declined the wagers due to suspicious activity. The, this suspicious activity included the better's insistent demeanor to get the bet placed and statements to sportsbook staff that the bet was, quote, for sure going to win. And, quote, if only you guys knew what I knew, end quote. <laughs> the suspicious activity also included the better showing sportsbook staff messages from Bohannon and explaining that the messages were Bohannon, informing the better that Alabama was scratching its starting pitcher before the game and before Bohannon alerted LSU. Now, y'all... How dumb can somebody be? I ain't saying you. What is it? What was that uh, that the radio show used to the other radio? Dumb crooks. <laughs> like, so according to these documents, see, and we we speculated on all this when it went down, but now that it's out, it's out. So according to these documents, the Bama pitcher is out. The coach is texting this guy who's in a casino at that very second and tells him to hammer it. Hammer LSU. Bet on LSU. 
the team that my team's playing against because our pitcher is scratched. He's out for sure. And then you get the bet placed, and then you let me know so that I can let LSU know he ain't in. And then <clears throat> this guy tries to make a $100,000 bet. They won't let him. 15000 According to this, his demeanor was a dead giveaway, insistent demeanor, freaking out. And then made statements to the staff at the casino. Said to them, this is for sure going to win. And quote, and the other quote is, if you only knew what I knew. The sus- Listen to this. The suspicious activity also included the better showing sportsbook staff messages from Bohannon, the Alabama coach. Look here, he texts me. <laughs> and explaining that the messages were from Bohannon, the Alabama coach, informing him that they were start scratching their starting pitcher before the game and before Bohannon alerted LSU. I'm a little bit shocked. I, I really am. I, not. I mean, I'm not going to bat for any of this and in support of any of it. I'm just looking at it on the surface, and it's like we've watched enough heist movies to know <laughs> you got to be really smart. And the one thing you can't be is an idiot. And this is... Good heavens, man. Just getting started with you. On this Thursday, your reaction coming up. Stick around. Whether it's about winning the game or even losing the game. You're going to hear about them all and get to talk about it with Matt Wyatt right here, right now. Interesting details. And and look, let's just be real here. The reason that they are interesting is because it's, it's, it's almost, you look at it and it's, you're kind of flabbergasted that people could be so, I don't know, just like dumb and careless. What in the world are you thinking? <laughs> in case you're just tuning in, so the the head, headline that we had, headlines on the show brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage and Went McGee, the mortgage man. Check him out at mortgagemanms.com. we got a really cool program going right now to help first-time home buyers. Money available to help you get in the get in the house. Get in a house. All right. Uh yeah. So the guy who was involved in that betting scandal that got the Alabama baseball coach fired last year, he's pled guilty to all these charges. His charges were, this is the guy who was in the casino trying to bet on the game, getting the info like by the minute from the Alabama coach in the dugout. And his charges were destroying evidence, tampering with witnesses, Providing false statements to the FBI <laughs> and obstructing a federal investigation. Man, yo, he hit for the cycle. I'm sorry, I had to. Maximum sentence of 10 years, a fine up to $250,000. Meanwhile, a baseball coach, the NCAA gave him a 
15-year show cause and like he has to be suspended for five baseball seasons if anybody employs him and in other words it's not happening he ain't gonna be he ain't gonna be employed in college baseball at an NCAA school anywhere that's just not gonna happen nobody's gonna do that and uh what would you say and then the other thing, too, again, if you're just tuning in the details, where the guy who was in the casino got the text from the Alabama coach, told him, hey, we just had to scratch our pitcher. He's hurt. Hammer LSU. That was his word. His word in the text. Hammer LSU, basically. And and let me know when you've done it so then I can let LSU know he ain't in there. <clears throat> I mean, it was just a – and then the guy, dumb enough in the casino, he tries to put $100,000 on the game and they won't let him. And then he just comes right out and tells him, do y'all see my phone? Look who's texting me. It's the coach. (laughs) What happened? How drunk was the guy? That's what I want to know. Dumb, drunk, and gambling. That's a bad combination right there. Let's just be real about it. Uh, Unnamed texture on the country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. It is the best. And yes, I began chowing down last night on the new duck and pork flavor. And it is some kind of fine. And I'm going to cook some, put it on a hot dog bun. And uh, hey, it's the real deal. Try it. Somebody texted me on the country pleasing text line and said, sad, very sad about the Alabama baseball Guy taking a hit for an addicted gambler. Coach needs a meeting at Gamblers Anonymous. Or, or he's, well, this text was saying Alabama baseball is a program because they, they're on probation, right? For three years or something like that. Taking a hit for an addicted gambler and the coach needs a meeting at Gamblers Anonymous. I guess that's what G, GA is. Well, and look, I'm going to say, I, you know, I got to meet Brad um, in a couple of different uh, settings. The first time I met him was when I was shooting video and doing interviews for that um, documentary, the the call it the 11.7, you know, documentary about baseball that we did, interview coaches. And that goes back to, when was that? Was it 2020 or was it 21? I think, I think 21 because I think it's all running together now. The uneven, you can see it on my website. It's mattwyattmedia.com. You look up Uneven Baseball on YouTube. It was a long-form piece kind of extrapolating out all the details that went into the the restrictions in college baseball around scholarships for baseball players and why they get so little and all that kind of stuff and how it affected recruiting and how it gave some schools tremendous advantages, particularly the private ones and all that. Anyway, so that's when I met him because I went over there and I'd interviewed uh, – Greg Byrne, we sat down in his office, which that was really neat. I'll be honest with you. Greg, you know, his office as the athletics director, I don't know if people know this, but Greg Byrne's office at Alabama is Bear Bryant's old office. And so much of what's in there is original, obviously, to Bear Bryant's office. The furniture, the floors, and the walls. really cool. And where it's positioned, you know, it looks right out over the football practice facility and that kind of thing. It's really neat. Anyway, interviewed Greg for that from an athletics director's position perspective. And then he got me in touch with his coach at the time, Brad Bohanna, went and, and Brad, 
he could not have been a nicer guy. Um, he was so highly thought of, real cerebral, <laughs> smart guy. But just on a personal level, he couldn't have been nicer to me and couldn't have been better. And I do hate it for him. I do. It's not like we're buddy-buddy friends or that anything like that, but we hadn't had the chance to spend that kind of time together. But um, really cordial. He was really kind to me, really helped me out. And uh, I just hate it for him. You know, I really do. Because basically for him, and, and Brad, I, I think if you were to track it back, like his background, he didn't initially start in baseball and in coaching baseball. He was doing some other stuff. Because he's a really smart guy, you know, academically. and But I think with this ruling, it just means he's going to do something else. So his college, his, you know, coaching career in college baseball is basically over. Tiger Bait texts the show and said, what a dummy. Says the guy should have bet on LSU anyway. <laughs> Says if you play dumb games, you win dumb prizes. And that is one saying I've always heard. Uh, Nick says, why am I not surprised it was a youth baseball coach? Guaranteed, he still tells stories of hitting a dinger with his black magic to win a game against a Piggly Wiggly. (laughs) Now, I take a little bit of offense to that, Nick, because I like to tell stories about home runs I hit, okay, with a black magic. In fact, I still had my black magic bat that weighed a ton. And I, I wasn't smart enough in high school to realize that all that tape I put on the handle made it heavier. <laughs> I would have teammates and stuff pick my bat up and go, Matt, how do you swing this thing, man? <laughs> you realize you get a lot more bat speed with a, a new bat. Well, that was, that was my bat. Um, a real unnamed texter said, sounds like dumb and dumber. I mean, it. you just couldn't have. I don't know that you can explain it any other way than that guy, the guy who's pled guilty to those four or five charges who was actually in the casino, that that he had to have been inebriated. He had to have been, or on drugs or something, to, to do that. I mean, really. Um, but like I say, play dumb games, win dumb prizes. J-Rock texted the show and said, Bohannon, just go down the street and find the biggest idiot to play the bets. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing about it. You cannot, there is no excusing this. And, and I realize, okay, it is easier for me to stand where I am standing now, you know, later in life, way far removed from playing or coaching in college athletics. I get it. So it's easy to stand here and say this now, but still, I mean, I knew it then is if you are playing or coaching, under no circumstance whatsoever can you be gambling. You can't do it. It's not allowed. It won't work. It's wrong. Let alone betting on your own team or against your own team or telling somebody else to do it. I mean, let alone that. Just you can't be involved in it at all under any circumstance whatsoever. And and then beyond even saying you can't be involved in it, and that's according to rules or what it laws and everything else, you shouldn't. That's probably the bigger issue here. Why can't 
we talk about morals and integrity. Why can't we? So the bigger issue is, especially if you are playing or coaching in sports, you shouldn't ever involve yourself in gambling. Period. End of story. Anything, any discussion of it beyond that statement is just basically discussing varying levels of wrong. The only right way to look at it is if you, especially if you are playing or coaching, you cannot involve yourself in gambling. On it. You can't, not only you can't, you shouldn't. That has always been the case, and it will always be the case. I don't care where it's legal. That's beside the point. You shouldn't be involved in it. Again, like I said, I'm not coaching. I'm not playing. Realize, hey, it's easy for me to say, right? Yeah, well, it might mean that I got kind of a clear vision on this thing. <laughs> From right over here. Steer clear. Just like Tiger Bait said, play dumb games, win dumb prizes. All right. Boy, howdy. <laughs> There's a lot on this. So uh, Chuck and Danny and Jonathan and Jimmy and Billy and all y'all on the Murray West live thread coming to you. we got text coming in as well. And what about uh, Lane Kiffin? That case is dismissed. More on that coming up. Stick around. Jerry Reed, eastbound and down. We got a long way to go, and we got a short time to get there. Chuck commented on the YouTube uh, live thread over here in the Murray West live thread. He's watching on YouTube, and Chuck said, that sounds like an example of what happens when idiots hatch a plan. <laughs> One of the, yeah, there were some idiots involved in this for sure. Danny commented and said, uh, Regarding that betting attempt, you have to quote Forrest Gump here. Stupid is as stupid does. Uh, Chuck also gave me a quote from that is often attributed to Albert Einstein. Two things are infinite, the universe and human stupidity. And I'm not sure about the universe. Did he really say that? That sounds more like something that a comedian would say. <laughs> I like that one. Jonathan weighs in. On the Murray West Live Thread, you need some embroidery done? They are a contract embroidery company right here in Mississippi, Murray West. You can look them up, uh, look them up online, murraywest.com, M-U-R-R-Y, west.com. See some of the folks there on the website they work with and for, Ole Miss Athletics, uh, Genteel, Prairie Wildlife, others. Uh, and just about every high school in the state is sending their gear up there to be embroidered right here in Mississippi. And you should, too. So your church group, your team, your company, your business, your brand, whatever it is, you need embroidery, custom apparel, that's where you go. Jonathan said, man, I remember Brad's segment on your documentary. He sure had an opinion. I remember him saying, I remember saying, I bet he has a bit more to say than that if given the chance. You know, 
I guess, you know, it, it for somebody like me, you know, Jonathan, it's probably not always the smartest thing to do if you were to, like, go into bat and really harping about the virtues of some individual or versus another and without really knowing those things, right? Because it could always, you know, make you look silly down the road. But I really don't think that Brad Bohannon was the, as we said here, the idiot in this scenario. Because I don't think he is. I think what he's guilty of is being involved in something he shouldn't have been involved in in the first place. And that's any sort of sports gambling while you're a coach. And in, and in guilty of becoming lax and letting that grow and kind of fester. Maybe it is. Some people do have an addiction. There's a reason they have those services. You know, let it grow and fester into something that you're just kind of blinded by it and, and can't see the forest for the trees and the fact that you're in a uniform as a coach of a team and you got no business, you know, being involved in sports gambling while you're in that position, let alone – handed out information on game day. He's, he's certainly guilty of that. And he's probably guilty, too, of being on that text machine a little too much. <laughs> but you know, my hope for him is that he can rehabilitate and find something else to make a living. Is he a genuinely nice person? He definitely is. He definitely is. Uh, and, Jimmy, you're right. I, Jimmy said – his college career coaching was already over. The NCAA penalties really mean nothing. And I, you're right. Nobody's going to hire him after that. So it's on to – it's certainly on to something else uh, for sure. For sure. Um, yep. Good point. RT on the Country Pleasing text line says, Temptation has been a problem since Adam and Eve. Yep. Been a problem since then, and it always will be, right? Until. And that's maybe the truest, (laughs) RT, maybe the truest statement that we're going to have on the show today. Well, listen, there are, there's news again right now (laughs) out of Tennessee all over again. Okay, and I am going to get to all that news. There's Tennessee players doing things in court. There's another, a new statement from the Tennessee Athletics Director that popped out there in the last five minutes or so. But I think maybe the most important thing that we have to cover first is that Beaver sent me the pronunciation of their quarterback's name. And I'm going to play it for you, by the way, coming up. All right, here it is. His name is Nico. Right, here, I'm going to give it a chance according to his pronunciation. His name, and, and here I go. I'm going to do my best. Nico Ia Malayava. Nico Ia Malayava. Ia Malayava. Say it with me. Nico Ia Maliava. Here is Nico Ia Maliava himself in a news story that aired this past December or whatever up in Tennessee. Beaver found it and sent it to me 
Here he is himself telling you how to pronounce his name. I'm Nico Iamaleava, and uh, the, the correct way to pronounce my last name is uh, Iamaleava. Iamaleava. Got it? Repeat after me. Iamaleava. Iamaleava. <laughs> Even when Beaver sent that to me last night, and I listened to it, I still had a hard time saying it. I had to write it down, like in pronunciation form, and Iamaleava. I think the best thing to do would be for us to memorize it and not look at it. Because if you look at it, <laughs> you're going to have trouble. All right, so that's one piece of Tennessee news. Here's another piece of Tennessee news. University of Tennessee football player Jackson Lampley filed a declaration in the state of Tennessee's lawsuit against the NCAA today. It is a six-page statement. Filed in Eastern District, Tennessee Federal Court. Summarizes his experience as a student athlete. Gives his readiness to testify in the lawsuit against the NCAA. He's an offensive lineman from Nashville. This, Folks, this is what it's progressing to. We got him, six-page statement from describing his experience as a Tennessee student athlete. And now there's this. That took a sip of coffee from Danny White, the athletics director at the University of Tennessee. And it's a heck of a statement. I'll tell you what, I don't know if Danny writes this himself, but I'm impressed one way or the other. Statement from Danny White. It's all over social media right now. If you're out there working, driving, listening, you hadn't heard this. The NCAA, he says, generally does not comment on infractions cases because there's a rule against it. However, here we go. That has not stopped them in the past from leaking information to the media as they did this week about us. <laughs> Their actions made this ill-conceived investigation public and forced us to defend ourselves. Danny White, Tennessee Athletics Director. It is clear that the NCAA staff does not understand what is happening at the campus level all over the country in the NIL space. After reviewing thousands of Tennessee coach and personnel phone records, NCAA investigators didn't find a single NIL violation. So, they moved the goalpost to fit a predetermined outcome. Listen, this is the, this is the athletics director. They are stating that the nebulous, contradictory NIL guidelines written by the NCAA, not the membership, don't matter. And applying the old booster bylaws to collectives. If that's the case, then 100% of the... Listen, 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 listen. This is a statement from Danny White, AD Tennessee. If that's the case then 100% of the major programs in college athletics have significant violations. He says, this is obviously silly and not productive, as is blaming the membership whenever they are challenged. We need to be spending our time and energy on solutions to better organize college athletics in the NIL era something that NCAA leadership failed to do back in 2021. 
student-athletes, prospective student-athletes, coaches and administrators across the country deserve better. And Danny White finally says, and I refuse to allow the NCAA to irrationally use Tennessee as an example (laughs) for their own agenda. Well, buddy, I'll tell you this much. I don't know who writes their speeches, but they write some good ones in Nashville. Well, speeches, I mean, tweets. <laughs> Hats off, Danny, if you wrote that. Man, like this day, you thought the school president <laughs> went strong. She used a lot of buzzwords. This man right here laid it out. This man is an athletics director, and he said, according to the laws they wrote, rules they wrote, we didn't, we didn't break any of them. But they decided they'd already decided what we did. And what we were doing, so they moved the goalposts. Now they're going to judge us by the old booster bylaws. He said if that's what they're going to do, in his words, not mine, then 100% of the major programs in college athletics have significant violations. Man, burn it. Let her rip, tater, chip. (laughs) We'll break it down and discuss, and I can't wait to get your reactions coming in hot and heavy. (laughs) In hour number two of the show, right on the other side of this break. Stick around.